0: Right Podcast, your weekly conservative news show brought to you by Restoration Pack. I'm Doug Truex, president and founder of Restoration Pack. So today we're delighted to have our favorite pollster on, Robert Kahaley. We've had him on on before because he's right a lot when most of the pollsters are wrong a lot. So Robert, welcome to the show.
1: Always good to be on the show.
0: Good, good. So thanks for coming. Well, so, um, you know, we continue to watch uh, the president flail around and uh, it's, uh, it's difficult for us patriotic Americans to watch. And, uh, uh, you know, here we are eight months out from a midterm. So what's the current state of play politically in the country from your perspective?
1: Yeah, you know, There's a general lack of confidence in the Democrat brand. I mean, the, the, the brand has really suffered what's happened uh, with Afghanistan kind of started it where it, it just all kind of collapsed together and people started to realize that Everything they're doing is the opposite of what they want. I mean, that's that's what we keep getting is that there's this. The government is in the middle of everything that we don't care about. uh, Pushing. uh, You know, uh, using the right pronouns, a a green agenda that raises their gas prices paying people not to work and the government isn't taking care of the things they ought to be taking care of. uh, Keeping America strong uh, internationally. Uh, people feeling safe in their homes from crime, uh, having their rights respected, and uh, being empowered to uh, grow their families and their businesses. And it's just
0: a complete. The Democrats
1: have all that hung on them. Yeah. And, and that's why the, you see what you see now.
0: Yeah. And so uh, my take on it, and I'd like to get your take, is so you, when you watch a political party kind of imploding in that way, and it's so obvious to – you know, most everybody, that, God, they're doing the exact wrong thing, like you said. Is that just the echo chamber inside there with their base, and they're just kind of wrapped up in it, and the donors and just a small group of people who just keep driving it that direction?
1: Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. There's a, there's a great deal of money that is used to uh, fund these campaigns and fund this party. And so you know, most Democrats that are in, like, a swing district are faced with choice. I can alienate my voters or I can alienate my funders. And it's a very difficult choice. And, uh, you know, the Republicans are to blame when they don't make the Democrats face that choice. Uh, and we've seen that in too many ele- elections uh, in 2020 where they had that cho- choice and they weren't faced it. But no, the, the Democrat party has an element, that fundamental element of it that is no longer the least bit in line with American mainstream. I mean if anything pelosi and schumer are trying to hold back a tide that is so much worse than they are
0: yeah which is ter that's terrifying you know <laughs> it's, that tells that, you it's, that, it's that bad yeah so we're watching uh restoration pack we're always watching inflation and crime and this you know demonization based on your skin color and stuff like that there's all these other issues obviously COVID 19 uh, you know, foreign policy failures. You know, what what are the issues that you're really watching most when you're going after your polling nowadays?
1: Well, we see a lot uh, when people look at the uh, inflation, uh, especially and, and inflation. I guess in gas prices are tied up uh, and they don't. They're not always traditionally tied up but They are right now. People just what there's what they're telling us is why is the government doing nothing to make this better and when they and they they put two and two together and they realized that some of this climate stuff is so far to the extreme that america's not only whittled away their advantage you know the american advantage in domestic uh, oil and gas production is being dissipated uh because we're not taking advantage of it handing the stuff off to countries in the middle east uh russia and it is causing them great harm, and they don't really understand it. Like this is an agenda that basically only America and maybe Western Europe seems to care about, and China and Russia don't. So how, how does that fix the globe? And that, why is that making my life more difficult? That's what I keep getting. I mean, Americans want clean air, clean water, and, and, and you know they don't want toxic waste, but they're not going to pay nine bucks a gallon to get it.
0: Yeah, right. And that seems to be to listen to the Democrats now, this whole concept of, well, you know, there's sacrifices to be made. So just uh, sit down, shut up, and uh, make them. And uh, we'll let you know when, this, when, you're, when you're done with your, with your sacrificing. And uh, yeah, that's just not gonna fly. So, um, so is there any uh, advice that you would give at this point to uh, Republicans? Uh, you know, I, I'm encouraged by what I see Uh, But I've also, just like the rest of us, you know, we've seen uh, situations where it's like, well, we had this opportunity and we blew it in some way. So so what would you say to Republicans now that, uh, you know, are getting kind of like, I don't know, lack of a better term, kind of giddy about the whole thing? Well, recognize that you have a chance to
1: actually win uh, the majorities, And there's two ways you win a majority Uh, in a close election you run a bunch of candidates that are toward the middle so you can win a few of those swing seats because the country's kind of at a a middle place. And then there's the way you win a majority when you don't have to do that. And the first thing the Republicans need to recognize is this is not a year that you need to run a bunch of soft, moderate Republicans to win. This is a year that your more conservative Republicans can win. And so don't squander this opportunity with with a majority that's tied barely to people that you can't count on. It, it'd be much better to have a majority of 25, uh, 30 Republicans that you can count on than 40 that you got to wonder by 20 of them.
0: Yeah, right. That's a great point. So conversely, is there anything that you would tell the Democrats at this point? Is there any Is there any way to save this for them other than basically, I guess, just the, you know, coming out and being like, hey, you know, what, well, we we had it wrong, we're gonna focus on inflation and we're gonna figure out gas prices and stuff like that. I mean, is there any path for them at this point to salvage this a little bit before the midterms?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, a lot of it's up to Biden, but if you know, if I was telling Biden, I'd say, hey, you, you need to talk about the fact that while, while we, want, we, want to, we want to protect the planet, we want to deal with climate change, the fact is until we get the whole world on board, it doesn't matter. Uh, and, it, and we're not going to have America suffer just so the rest of so the rest of the world can keep on polluting. And that people in Europe have given up so much control of their energy. And what's happening in Ukraine is the cost. This is the cost of the green agenda. And, and what, what he could talk about is how we have – if good people who want democracy like America don't produce energy that we will sell you without strings – then you're not going to have democracy, and then you're really not going to have the people being able to choose what type of government they have. Therefore, you're never going to get the green agenda that you want in the long run. So address that and also take a strong stand against China. Uh, You'd be surprised how fast the American public would rally if they saw Biden completely focused and fixated on restoring our economy as it relates to production of energy, and dealing with China with, with an iron fist. I think you'd be shocked at how quickly the polls would change For
0: Yeah. We've had that conversation before about China. Is that, I meant, I wanted to ask you, is there like one issue out there that that you see a lot that people just aren't uh, talking about enough? And, and if it is, it would it be China or is it something else?
1: China is one of the few places that you have Republican and Democrats almost always on the same page. Uh, nobody is for China. No, everybody realizes the growing threat they represent. I mean, it, it is literally a few corporate masters and no one else. I mean, if you're not a professional athlete, if you're not, uh, you know, who's making money off countries that take advantage of people and, and, and engage in slavery, if you're not uh, a corporation that focused on a Chinese market, then you're not about China. Uh, I hear it every day. Americans frustrated. They can't buy what they want. They're spending more and more time looking for products that are made in America when they go online, and they really don't want to empower China anymore. They want the supply chain back. They want the medical supply chain back. Uh, they want the, anything related to defending the country back. So a uh, focus on doing something about China is something that is a, a thing that if the Republicans would own that issue, would be very uniting. I mean, look at the Olympics. It wasn't just Republicans not watching the Olympics because the ratings would be so bad.
0: Yeah, there's a right. lot
1: of people not watching the
0: Olympics. That's right. That's right. And I think this whole concept around the COVID-19 and where it started, I, it's just been so strange to watch it over the years now. It was just like you couldn't really talk about the fact that China, you know, created this thing and let it go. And now we're getting to the other side, finally, of the pandemic. And, and uh, that's, I think a lot of Americans are out there going, well, wait a minute, these guys... What did they steal from us, you know, in in terms of our just our well being over the last couple of years and just you know the people that you've known that died from COVID obviously, and even if you haven't, just what we've been through. And then yeah, you're right. Oh, the Olympics are still going on and they got Uyghurs and concentration camps and we're just like acting like everything's fine. And I think that a lot of people are super frustrated with that. So we'll see how it plays out if it's gonna be an election issue coming up, certainly in the twenty four, wouldn't you say? Uh, I think
1: it's gonna be an election issue both times. Uh, because I think China's going to make uh, probably some moves, uh, probably on Taiwan. And <laughs> I'll tell you what I tell anybody else: if you see ta- China go after Taiwan, you better go out and buy a new car and a new computer that day, because it's going to be a while before any computer chip left.
0: Yeah, how about it? And then back to what you said about Made in America. You know, and this is just that that obsession with globalism. You know, and I I've said before I think there's a lot of CEOs out there, these big companies that their grandparents who are part of the greatest generation, if they could see what they have done to this country, they'd slap them across the face. I mean, it's just terrible what has happened over the decades of the farming out of everything that we've done in this country that was so great in the, in the, in the name of just making another buck. And I think people are seeing that now, and it's really frustrating. And we just let these guys do whatever they want. They get the Olympics and everything else, and, and, and that super aggressive, that hyper aggressive foreign policy they had even leading up to here where their ambassadors were out just beating everybody over the head. It's like they're trying to cow us all down. And you know, Biden's going along with it and the Democrats are too, so I, I couldn't agree more. It's gonna be a big deal coming up and, and as well, it should be. And so last question then, you know, did the Democrats, do they have any bench left as far as leadership goes? I mean, are we just, you know, we're just left with, you know, Pelosi, Biden, Harris. I mean, is, what do you see out there for them? I, I feel really strongly great about where we're going as a party. Uh, but what do you see on the Democrats? Do they have anything out there besides Stacey Abrams, potentially?
1: Oh, I don't know that Stacey Abrams is their uh, their best player. Uh, I think Stacey Abrams has been very defined. Uh, More and more is coming out in Georgia. People are beginning to see a lot of what went down. Uh, I think the luster is wearing off of Stacey. Don't get me wrong. Stacey Abrams is a political – she is a political operative extraordinaire. She is one of the smartest political operators I've seen – uh, on, in the Democrat Party. She knows how to motivate people. She knows how to organize. But I think that this, this new face, that, that, that a new direction, has kind of worn off in, in the last four years, and people have kind of realized what else she might stand for, things that weren't issues four years ago. You know, I would look at, toward the Democrats, to, to some of the lesser-known players, uh, that they that, that ha- that aren't getting a lot of attention right now. I, I still think that uh, Klobuchar is probably one of their stronger leaders out there who has not been completely destroyed in the media. Uh, and they have a few, but not very many. And, uh, and, you know, even she has a lot of flaws. Their problem is they haven't developed the bench. They haven't worried about legislative races. They haven't worried about uh, winning so many things. In the, and their people in Congress are, are just... Tired. I mean, it's reason so many are right. leaving. I mean, they. The Democrat Party is making the same mistake that the Major League Baseball is beginning to make. If you if you start uh, squandering your your minor leagues, you're going to end up having a negative effect on your major league talent.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's a great analogy. And I think that, that if you start canceling your minor league players too, you know, I think that's the great thing about what's happened. Us Republicans have finally stood up and said, you know, we don't care about the media. You try to cancel me. I don't care. It's one of the great things about Trump. You know, he, he led the way on that. He's like, he just he just ran right through it. But the left, they still cancel each other all the time, you know, so you don't want to get sideways with the squad over there. You know, they may end your career. Uh, but, you know, let them have it. Let them have it. I, it's, it's, it's In some way, it's fun to watch. So, well, hey, Robert, really appreciate all the work you've done over the years and how accurate you are. And uh, looking forward to this next season that we're headed into, and I hope you're, you're dead on again.
1: Well, oh, We're looking forward to it. Uh, Virginia and New Jersey this year were uh, a, a nice uh, preview of what's going to happen, and uh, we, we were proud to lead the field in both uh, those both, both states and the polls as well.
0: Amen to that. Good stuff. All right, well, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Well, all right, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and for supporting conservative media. Don't ever forget that by working together and staying diligent, we conservatives can bring our country back to true greatness. Until next week, let's all keep praying that God will continue to bless America. First Right, a new kind of news summary without the liberal slant. Every morning, in your inbox, always free subscribe by texting first right to 30161 that's first right all caps one word to 30161